Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. I cannot wait to dive into today's topic because this is something that I hear come up especially in the beginning when people are just thinking about getting started, but even as they get the ball moving, they're implementing steps, maybe they're going through one of my paid programs, this is often a topic that comes up of people saying, I don't have the time, or how am I gonna make this work, or my you know, my kids are home, and there's just not enough time in the day, there's not enough hours in the day to get things done. I wanna share with you exactly what I did. I remember having similar thoughts, but I knew that that thought was not actually true, it was kind of a myth, and. I was letting my excuses kind of come in and stop me from from actually realizing I do have the time. It's just I need to make the time. I need to prioritize the time. So I want to walk you through that process of what I did and how you can actually use the same exact process in your life. And I know that everybody's situation is different. I know that not everybody, you know, has a spouse. There's that's going to be something that I share in this episode. I know that not everybody has family around or, you know, there's different circumstances. So you have to take all of this with a grain of salt and apply it to what's actually going to be feasible for you. But just trust me in saying that there is ways that you can find time to build and grow your business. It's going to take hard work and it's going to be a season and you're just going to have to decide what hard am I going to choose? Am I going to choose the hard where I'm in the current situation that I am and that's really hard because I want to change that, I want more time with my family, or am I going to choose the hard where, yes, it's gonna be hard building the business, but I'm working towards something that I really want for my future. So without further ado, let's just go dive on into the show. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. All right, so I wanna take you back. We're coming up on five years of when I officially launched my business, which feels crazy to say. There's been so many things that have happened in the five years. And one of the reasons why I really wanted to do this podcast episode is because I was talking to a new friend that I met through a mastermind that I'm a part of, and she has two boys. One is four and one is 18 months. And I was sharing my story of how I started my business when I had a two-year-old and a newborn. And she sent me a boxer and she's like, hey, I just want 
wanted to ask you, like, how did you do it? How did you get things done? I feel like I'm constantly drowning. I feel like there's not enough time to do both things. Can you share with me what worked? And I know that there are a lot of other moms that are in a similar situation, or maybe you have a full-time job or you're teaching, and it just feels like, how can I add one more thing to my plate? I really want to start this business. This sounds exactly like what I need, especially if you've been listening over the past couple of weeks about adding this in as a layer, as a side hustle, or to replace your income or to walk away from your nine to five job. But a big hang up for people is there's just not enough time in the day. There's not enough time that I can do this. I already have the fullest plate that there ever was on top of all of my responsibilities. And I remember feeling that way too. So I want to paint the picture for you. When I started my business back in 2018, I was teaching full time. I had an almost two-year-old who was undergoing his second eye surgery and was also starting the process of speech therapy, which was going to be three times a week at our home. I was seven months pregnant, right? I had so many things going on and I still decided that, hey, it's a great idea to start a business on top of this. And what I could have done, I could have looked down the path of all of those things, right? I have all of these things, teaching, kids, da, 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 all this stuff. And I could have said, now is just not a great time to start the business. There's just not enough time. I've got so much going on. But instead, I decided to say, hmm, you know what? I'm busy right now, but chances are things are only going to get busier for me. So I can either try to make it work right now, get into a rhythm, get into a routine so that when things do get busier, when my new son comes or when, you know, whatever, I am already in a routine and I already have a solid foundation in place. So that is the route that I decided to take. And so what I first want you to do is is really think about that. And I talked about this in the intro of this podcast episode is think about which hard you want to choose. Do you want to choose the hard, which is your current situation, which is all the reasons why you're listening to the podcast, why you keep coming back, while why this has been sitting on your heart and you've been thinking about doing this, but you're just not sure. Do you want to choose that hard? Or do you want to choose the hard of saying, yes, this is going to be difficult. Starting something new is scary. There's a lot of resistance. There's a lot of fear and anxiety around doing something and it not working out. And how am I going to find the time to do this? Which hard do you want to choose? And you right now, like draw your line in the sand. And if you're choosing the first hard, that's fine. You can turn this episode off and you don't have to listen to this anymore. But if you're choosing the second hard, where you do want to make a change and you want to do something. I encourage you to listen. I encourage you to keep an open mind about this process. And instead of when I give suggestions to you on how to find the time and how I did it and things that you can do, instead of saying, well, that won't work for me or I can't do that or that's not going to be my reality, have an open mind and say, hmm, why don't I try that? Why don't I just try that on for size and see how this works? So when I first started, I named all the things that I had going on. The first thing I did is I looked at my day and I said, okay, if I want to do this, I've got to try to find time. I know that I am crazy busy, but this business will not happen just by chance. This this business will not happen just by luck. These clients are not going to magically fall into my lap. You know, maybe a, a thing or two might happen where I might feel like, oh my gosh, like that was crazy. I can't believe that happened. That felt just like luck, but it was going to take time. It was going to take effort. And in order for me to build it and grow it, I had to find the time. So the very first thing that I did, and I want you to do this too, is I looked at my entire schedule and I mapped out. I did like an audit of my day, of my day to day. Most of my days, Monday through Friday, looked the same. You know, I knew when I woke up, I knew what time I left to work, I knew what time I was at my job till, my lunch, when I left school, um, when I, you know, what I did when I got home, what time dinner was, what I did, you know, bath time, what I did after I put the kids to bed. Like I was mapping out hour by hour what that looked like. And then also I looked at the weekends as well because I, again, I knew that in the beginning it's probably 
probably going to take a little bit of extra time and extra work in order to build the business. And one of the things that I said that I shared with my friend as I was sending her this Voxer message and sharing these things with her, which prompted me that I should probably just do a podcast episode on it, was that in the beginning, it it was going to be hard. And I just set my mind on that, that, hey, this is going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. There's going to be days where I don't want to do it. But if I do not plan this out, if I do not put the time on my calendar to do this, it will not happen. If I just say, oh yeah, like I want to work on my business or I want to find new clients this week or I want to have new conversations this week with no plan, with no solid you know, time frame of when I was going to do it, it wasn't going to happen. So audit your schedule, like write it all down, look at that. And then what I want you to do is I want you to see where can I try to find pockets of time? Where can I try to replace some activities that I am doing with work time? Now, of course, I could not replace my teaching job with work time, even though that's what I wanted to do. But I realized that there was a good chunk in the morning before everybody in the house woke up that I could get up and work. Now, was this ideal for me? No, I love sleep. I, again, I was pregnant and I had a almost two-year-old and he was a really great sleeper. So honestly, like I feel blessed in that piece, but I wasn't sleeping great because I was close to the end of my pregnancy, but I decided, hey, this is a good chunk of time that I can get up. And I also knew myself, even though I don't like getting up early, once I am up, I'm kind of like, I'm not a zombie in the morning. If I am up and I get moving and I like splash water on my face and I brush my teeth, I am good to go. I actually have a really clear state of mind and it's also really great for me. Again, everybody in the house is sleeping. So I I was, I could be focused on the work. My phone wasn't going off. Like there wasn't a lot going on because it was early in the morning. So I committed for Monday through Friday to work two hours in the morning. Um, I needed to be done working by 7 a.m. I needed to leave my house by 7.15 at the latest. So I would usually go from five to seven. Sometimes that would, I could, you know, if I could get up a little bit earlier, if I wasn't sleeping and it was 4.30, I'm like, all right, if I get up early, then maybe I don't have to feel so rushed in the morning. But that's what I did Monday through Friday. I also was able to find a chunk of time at the end of the day from eight to 10. I usually would put my son down to bed between 7.30 and eight. And what I usually did from eight to 10 was I sat on the couch and watched Netflix or you know sat on the couch, folded laundry and watched Netflix. And while that was great, and especially after a long and tiring day of teaching, in my mind, I'm like, of course, like I deserve this. I deserve some time to just sit down and relax and just watch mindless TV, watch my reality TV. And of course, that's hard to give that up because I, you know, at on one side of the coin, I'm like, I, I need this. Like I need some downtime to unwind. But I also knew, okay, this is a chunk of time where nobody really needs me. Um, I can get work done. I can be somewhat focused. Working at night wasn't the best for me. I kind of was a little delirious at that time. But again, another two hour chunk of time. So right there, just in one day, I was able to find four hours to work on my business. Now, if you multiply that by five days a week, if I did that five days a week, that was 20 hours to build my business. And that to me was was great. And that was not really changing a, a ton of my schedule. Sure, I was getting up a little bit earlier and I wasn't watching Netflix at night, but it wasn't, I, I wasn't adding more hours to the day. I just was taking the hours that I had. I also was able to utilize my lunch period, which was about 
roughly 40 minutes by the time I took the kids to the cafeteria and got back. I used to eat lunch in the staff room with all of my other teacher friends, but I just decided, you know, during this time, I'm going to eat lunch in my room. I'm going to use that time to respond to emails, to follow up messages, to follow up with clients that I had connected with, to respond to posts in Facebook groups. And it wasn't, you know, 30 minutes wasn't, didn't feel like a ton of time, 30, 40 minutes, but it was enough time for me to kind of check off some of those things. If I had a list of people, hey, I haven't heard back from Molly, or Susie or Susanna, I want to make sure that during lunch today I send them a quick follow-up message because remember, fortune is in the follow-up. So that right there was about four and a half hours a day of work that I could do. Now, in the beginning when I was first building my business, what was I doing during this time? I was networking. I was growing my business. I was utilizing um, my that time to be in Facebook groups, to send cold pitches, to reach out to people, to follow up with people, to start conversations with people. All the things that I teach inside of Road to 1K, if you have not purchased that mini course, it is a gold mine. It is so, so helpful. If you need some help getting clients, I would definitely encourage you to grab that. Um, but that's what I was doing during that time. And then once I started gaining those clients, I would use utilizing that time to do client work. Now, again, as a freelancer, independent contractor, my clients did not care that I was up at 5 a.m and working. They did not care that I was doing work at 10 p.m. at night. I would let them know when I signed them on as a client, here are my office hours. I'm working full time and I do this on the side. I'm going to be available between 5 to 7 a.m. and 8 to 10 p.m. If there's something that you need and you know you send me a message during the day, I will get back to you when I'm back in the office at night. And I just kind of laid that groundwork and those boundaries from the beginning. And most of my clients were fine with that because they were also moms. They had a similar schedule. Now, I had to do that for a good solid two months when I was building my business and I was working towards that runway of being able to walk away from my teaching job. And then once I was able to bring my business full-time home, I was able to work different hours. I still did a little bit in the morning and then I would utilize nap time. And that's where I usually got that four to four and a half hours. And that's really in my opinion, like that's all I needed to be able to work with the clients that I wanted to work, make the money that I wanted to make. Roughly 20 to 25 hours a week was that sweet spot for me. That's what, where I wanted to be. And a lot of people say like, you know, usually like you, you work an eight hour day, but what people don't realize is that when you are working with clients, you are skipping all that busy work. You're skipping all the like silly things that a lot of us will be like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe I had to do that today. Like you are getting right to work. Like if there is a project that you need to complete for a client, when you start working on that, like you are getting right to work and getting that done. So you're you're able to be more efficient. So that those four to four and a half hours were really great. Now, another thing that I told my friend that I was boxering this message was that I used to look at things as seasons of time. And I would say like anywhere from like three to four months. So if things felt hard, if we were, you know, if kids weren't napping or if I was, you know, the getting up in the morning was hard because the kids weren't sleeping at night. And so like, feel, I just looked at things as this is a season. This is a season right now that I have to be in and it's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging, but I, I won't have to do this forever. And now I'm at a place where I don't have to work late at night unless I need to. But I also, for me, I love that flexibility. I love the fact that it's like, okay, it's summer and both the boys are home and I was supposed to have a mother's helper this summer but the times that I needed her wasn't going to work so we ended up just kind of winging it and so this summer like I do clock in a couple hours at night um, or I do get early get up early and do some stuff or I am recording this podcast episode while the boys are downstairs like 
entertaining themselves and being independent for a quick like 45 minutes. Like we're just making it work. And so even if it feels like, wow, that's that feels like a lot to get up early, to stay up late, to do all this, like to try to find an extra 20 to 25 hours a week on top of an already 40 hour a week job, you just have to remind yourself this is a season. It doesn't have to be like this forever. And when you get to a point where you are able to possibly walk away from your job, that's where the flexibility can start to come and you can start to move those windows of time around. For me, I'm coming up on the first time ever this September, both of my boys will be in school full time, five days a week. I will have every single day from about 745 when they leave to to go to school until about 215 when I pick them up. To me, that almost feels overwhelming because I've only ever built my business in small pockets of time. So I'm coming to this episode telling you that it can be done, but you need to make it a priority. You need to actually schedule it on your calendar. You need to know what you're doing during that time. And you need to remind yourself day in and day out that yes, this is hard. Hard, but this is a hard that I'm choosing during this season and knowing that this season will not be this way forever. So I hope this helps you to start to figure out, okay, I can find time. I have to, I might have to make some sacrifices. I might have to make some changes to my existing schedule. I might have to ask my spouse for help. I might have to ask a neighbor, Hey, you know, like when the kids get home from school, can they come over to your house on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday for an extra 45 minutes so that I can get some work done or whatever it is. You have to get creative with this. If you want to actually make this a reality, you have to be willing to put in the work. And if you're not willing to find the time and put in the work, it just won't happen for you. And I know that sounds a little bit harsh, but if I was not getting up early, if I was not staying up late, if I was not finding the time to grow my business, my business would not be where it is. I probably would still be in the classroom teaching and I was able to make the change because I committed and made it a priority to find that time and to be diligent about getting that work done and to make sure that it happened. So one of the other things that was helpful for me, I'll just share some some little things that helped me on top of it was that, you know, I used to be the one that was like always making dinner and always doing the grocery shopping and always doing the cleaning up and always giving the bath time routine and always washing the clothes. And I sat down with my husband and I said like, I, you know, I love being a part of this family, obviously. I love helping out and I love doing all the things that I do, but it's just not going to be feasible to continue to go at this pace and to do all these things and also to build my business. So during this season, can I have some support with grocery shopping? Can I have some support with, you know, washing and folding the boys clothes? Can I have some support with making dinner two to three nights a week? And now that's just our new normal. Like it was some really great changes that we made in the beginning to help during this transition and to help me get my business off the ground. But now we've just adapted to this new normal. Now there are things that I do um, that he used to do and now vice versa. Like there's things that he does. And for my husband, it was great because he, I think he kind of felt like a a fish out in open water, just like kind of floundering out there. And he's like, just tell me what to do. Like, tell me how I can help and I will help. Because he saw me taking on all these things and he saw me being stressed and he didn't know like how to actually, what things would actually be helpful, right? Like our husbands are not mind readers. And so they think, oh, I'm going to do this and this will be helpful for her. And it's like, oh my gosh, like he 
doesn't he know that that's just going to add more stress or like that is not helpful for me at all? And of course, I didn't want to be rude about it. But when I actually went to him and said, hey, I really want to build this business. I want to find the time, but I just can't continue to go at this pace during this season. Can I have your help with these three things? And once I laid it out for him and and showed him that like, yeah, you can do this and you can you can contribute to the family this way and it would be really great for me and it's going to alleviate a lot of stress. He was like, I am all game for that. Like whatever is going to help this to because he wanted me to be at home he wanted me to be the one raising our sons like he was a part of that goal with me so coming to him and saying that but if you don't have a spouse like there are there are ways that you can get creative with this like can you trade off with a mom where she takes the kids you know a couple days a week for a couple hours and then vice versa you flip like there are there are ways that you can get creative with this so don't get to the end of this episode and say like well that was a great episode and like it was really helpful but it's not going to work for me if you have that attitude, I'm, I'm telling you, it won't. It won't work for you. So you have to say like, how can I make this work? How can I find ways to find more time? How can I sacrifice? Like maybe, you know, we're not going to hang out with our friends on Friday nights or like maybe during this season, like we have to put something on the back burner. It's it's going to take sacrifice. So I, I wanted to lay that out for you so that you knew, number one, it's possible, but number two, it, it doesn't come without sacrifice, but just remembering that it's not going to be this way forever. I hope these episodes were helpful for you. If you are ready to get started on your journey and you want my support, if you want that step-by-step roadmap, I would encourage you to go look at the 30-day VA bootcamp. In 30 days or less, you will have everything that you need to get your business off the ground. It's a great jumping off point for you. It's at a really great price point as well. If you want that step-by-step roadmap to getting started, it comes with a lot of really great resources as well. That can be found at the CEO shop, which is officially launched. We launched that last month and I'm super excited for that. Just head to aubreymalik.com forward slash shop to check out all the resources that we have available to you to help you get your freelancing business off the ground and help it run smoothly. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the podcast. I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.